You are listening to the Release Society podcast with your Release Society president, Sister Sarah Dot Taylor. Impurity culture at its finest. Hello, you guys. This is your Release Society president, Sister Sarah Taylor, and I'm about to introduce a guest whom I am so very excited about. Um, this guest I had to travel to, and she was worth the miles. And of course, you know, yeah, girl loves her miles because I travel a lot. So I guess I should probably explain real quick because this is a little confusing. This used to be the Wet Spot podcast, okay? New name is the Release Society podcast. And naturally, it just, it makes sense because I am the Release Society president, okay? And we're going to be learning. So brothers and sisters, you need to just sit down. You need to sit down and let's just, you know, take in all of this knowledge and just release it, right? We just want to release all of these things that we're learning, right? I'm just kidding. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you guys, but I'll tell you what, I am so happy to have this new name. And I am your Release Society president. Um, as for ward announcements, I love this. As for ward announcements, uh, I'm leaving for Cali tomorrow. Ugh. I'll tell you what, never schedule a shoot or work week the day after a holiday. If you work in the modeling industry because I have nobody to give me a spray tan today, uh, my nail appointments were fucked because everybody wanted to get their 4th of July nails done over the weekend. I do have a pedicure tomorrow morning before I leave. So there's that. But yeah, it's just been a journey. You know, this week has been a lot. Uh, yeah, still unpacking. That Nashville trip, man, that sure did take some time away from my um, unpacking. But, you know, getting it done. Had a little mishap with the paint. That's okay. I don't want to talk about it. I'm upset. I left my window open and moisture got in and it bubbled some of the paint near the window. <sighs> so I have to redo it. I don't know how to do that, though. You guys got to give me some pointers because it's drywall that's it's like the the paint that I did and then the just regular paint it's bubbled through to the drywall so tell me what to do I don't know what the fuck I don't know what the fuck to do do I just hire someone at this point I'm so stubborn I want to pay for that anyway um other word announcements oh I love the night game the night game in Houston I talk about them a lot when it comes to lifestyle clubs, I'm a huge fan of the night game. You know that. And it is in, it is in Houston, Texas. And they are having a pretty big TikTok um, party. So all of your favorite swinger lifestyle TikTokers should be there. I mean, if they're not there, then where the fuck are they at? Um, the dates of this, let me see if I can pull it up. Swinger Takeover. Swing Talk Takeover. Um, the party has been posted and reservations are highly recommended. Um, as far as like a table goes, you're going to want to reserve a table, I think. After I think it's like 10 o'clock, all the tables are open. 
But you're gonna wanna get a table so you can get your drinks set up and just kinda have like a home base and stuff. Uh, but let's go ahead and take a look at the dates. I wanna say it's in September. Oh, yes. So it is the Swing Talk Club Takeover, Y2K party. So, you know, your girl, I really want to go. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go. But it is September 17th. Um, that is going to be on a Saturday. Uh, you're going to want to go to their website. Just go to their TikTok. It's TNG, um, the night game. If you listen to this podcast, I've also linked them in the episode that I did the interview with. So you're gonna to wanna to check out their page, but you're gonna to wanna to join them. It's the largest club takeover in Texas. So grab your sexiest Y2K inspired attire and come party with swing talkers from across the nation. It's gonna be a huge party that you're not gonna to wanna to miss. So go there to the website, reserve your table. You're gonna to wanna to do that. My ass is probably not gonna have a table reserved on time. So whoever has the best table with the best bottles is probably where I'm gonna be partying. Just so, just so you know. Um, other than that, I'm going to Cali this week for some work. That'll be fun. I do have an interview, well, tentatively. See, this is what I do when I travel somewhere. I'm like, oh, I love this person. Let me get an interview with them. Um, I might get an interview with another former ex-Mormon who is in the adult industry. She is beautiful, gorgeous. I don't want to say your name yet because I'm just not 100% sure if this is actually going to happen. But I do want to get an interview with her because... Yeah, she went to UVU, you guys. Like, she is one of us. So, it, well, well, hold on. Am I one of you, though? Because I'm not from Utah. But I've been around long enough to claim this station. Um, I think that's it. So, this episode right here, like I said, it's going to be with Andy O.F. And uh, only Andy O.F. You're going to want to check out her page. She's amazing. She talks a lot about her fashion because I ask her about it <laughs> but she's just your most beautiful milf next door and she looks like Faith Hill so of course she fucking lives in Nashville where people stop her and say that so love it but thanks for listening and if you haven't yet please drop a five-star review if you're listening on Spotify please do so if you're listening on Apple podcast drop a five-star rating and drop a comment I want to start reading these comments because I just think they're so fun when I get good comments. Words of affirmation, you guys. Such a big deal to me. <sighs> anyway, all right. Thanks for listening, and uh, let me know what you think of this episode. I am sitting in front of the wonderful only Andy OF. Hello. Also... <laughs> You just go by Andy. I do. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Um, if you look at her page, a couple things will come to mind. I know the majority of people, when they look at her page, they think MILF. Um, I think sophisticated. So I've titled this episode, Sophisticated MILF Next Door. Perfect. And a lot of your um, <laughs> content is you talking to your next door neighbors. Right. Air quotes. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> They're not really there. <laughs> Good. Well, I don't know. Have, have your neighbors ever, are they, do you have neighbors? I, I do. I ha it's a very um, kind of a villagey type neighborhood. So they're actually, the houses are pretty close together. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure they have seen something come along or through nice. TikTok, but... No one's ever said anything. No, no. At the HOA meetings. No. Well, if they did, maybe they have secret ones. I don't know about. They're like, oh, gosh. we need to do something. Oh my gosh.
gosh, can you imagine? There's like a whole HOA neighborhood meeting going on it about wouldn't you. Surprise me. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me a bit. There would be at least one woman who's oh. like, she's walking around in her Louboutins. Mm-hmm. in her sexy little outfits, waving to nobody. <laughs> right. She's crazy, obviously. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just love your Instagram. It's just, it's so great. And um, you also have a TikTok account as well. I do. I have three now, so they tend to rotate oh, in and I out. That. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. It's okay. It's I part of have it. three as well. And I had one grow really big and then it just got removed just not recently but it it sucks when you lose a big account Mm -hmm. and then you have to work on growing it again because you know you have to find your people yeah all those people that you were friends with just are gone and then the algorithm has to you have to work its magic it's like the illuminati i call the algorithm the illuminati (laughs) it just does whatever it wants to do yeah So it's just part of it. We could talk about TikTok all day. There's Mm -hmm. definitely an Illuminati thing going on because there are some people in there that are protected. Right. Um, It's not me. (laughs) I thought my account was in trouble and like, but I had to go to uh, D's Nuts or something. There's this girl, I don't know her, but she posts like, very sexual things Mm -hmm. and her account was also having issues that day so I'm like okay it's just a glitch in the system today that's how you know right you know but anyway okay so let's just dive into some brief history okay um and also an introduction because Mm -hmm. a lot of my listeners I think they don't know you yet right you have a pretty big following but have you tapped into the Utah scene yet Not too much, but it does fascinate me. The whole, uh, from TikTok, the Mormon talk and all of that. I don't, I mean, it's just, it's fascinating because of how conservative and suppressed everybody Mm -hmm. was growing up or, you know, just in general, their community. Uh, So it is fascinating. Yeah. Well, let's introduce you. I definitely want to talk to you about how you view Utah and the Mormon drama that's going on. That excited me when you said that because I'm like, oh, maybe she knows a little bit about what's been going on. But, um, okay, so just, uh, you know, briefly introduce yourself. Uh, You currently, what's your current occupation, previous occupation, if you'd like to share? Oh, sure. Um, So I was in the medical field for, gosh, I mean, at this point, I could still say 22 years, so a long time. So right out of uh, high school, you know, I kind of, you know, scooted around, looked for what's my path, and... I landed on nursing. So, uh, yeah, so my last profession was uh, medical sales. And okay. you're probably really good at that. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a person you put on every day. It's, you know, it's similar mm-hmm. to content creating. So right. you just put on the show and you do your job and mm-hmm. you come home. And I was super burnout. And it was just a corporate, you know, it, it's eight to five, but then it's not. It's mm-hmm. emails and, If you want to be successful, you work 18 hours, you know, it just never ends. So I just hung my hat up. So a couple years ago. So it was great. I used to do inside sales (laughs) Mm -mm. and it was like, I had my work hours, (laughs) but then I'd be on my treadmill, like closing deals and following up and oh my gosh, it's, it was awful. Mm -hmm. So you were a nurse for 20 Yeah. I mean, technically I still am. So that would be since 01. Did you work during COVID at all? Actually, I resigned in January of 20. So I, right it, before, of course, yeah, I didn't know at wow. that point, but yeah, so it was just 
timing. It was just like I kind of sat back and said, wow. And then I considered actually going back. I bet that was so hard to see the nurses yeah. and just everybody needing that help. It really was. It was tough. Yeah. Frontline workers, heroes. Goosebumps (laughs) just thinking about that. That's just, that's terrible. You were going to go back. You considered that? I thought about it. I did. And then I just thought, ah, it's just, you know, it was so up in the air and unknown at the time. Mm -hmm. So I just, just weren't full on PPEs and wow. Yeah. Wow. And now your occupation Yes. If you'd like to share. So I am a full-time content creator, um, mostly for OnlyFans. Uh, I also have Fansly, uh, but I'm across the board. Most of my work is social media to right. promote. That's a full-time job, though. Right, yeah. But it's, it's fun. It is. More it's so exciting. much fun. Yeah. You, you tell the world when you're going to work, and you do mm-hmm. it when you want. And, of course, you're more successful the more you do, but, you know. The one thing I think that would be hard with the current occupation is, um, the Andy on demand, mm-hmm. you know, social media never stops. Right. So do you set hours for yourself? Where you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to respond to anything past like 6 PM. I really don't. I, I have, don't either. <laughs> I, I, it's just always there. I, I do disconnect. I kind of just say, okay, I'm unplugging you know, I made an announcement on my only, or a video post on my OnlyFans page last uh, Friday because I was with some friends in Florida and I was like, you know, I'm going to be scarce this weekend. Heads up. You know, I'll check messages yeah. when I can. And everybody was very cognitive of that. And it was nice, you know, because they weren't just, hey, hey, it's me. Where are I you? Know. You know, it's so hard because it's like your friends. Like you just want right. to like keep in touch. And sometimes it's, I don't hardly keep in touch with my own family sometimes. Oh, I, it's definitely reversed. You, I definitely, the, the sad thing is I'm a workaholic and mm-hmm. so is my husband and we both work on this a lot together. But so it's hard for us to unplug and turn it off. And then it's like, we talk more to, you know, different people uh, for whatever OnlyFans reason. Then it's like, I haven't reached out to anybody in my family in it's a like couple I've talked days. to Heart on 69 all right. day, but my mom's been calling me and I'm right. just ignoring her. It's like, mom, come on. time. <laughs> Seriously. Um, okay. So you mentioned your husband. Um, is he in full support of everything that you've been doing? He definitely is. He's also my stunt cock. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So I used to have a stunt cock and, um, getting him verified has been difficult. So mm-hmm. it's not an easy process. We went through that when we first started my OnlyFans page mm-hmm. and it was like, 10 or 12 days of getting us both mm-hmm. on the same account, which is just, it's not an easy task. No, so. it's really not. Yeah. Um, yeah. He works a job where he's just like, well, I don't know if I really want that stuff out there anyway. So yeah, that's it. Safe than sorry. <laughs> right. But he's okay with me working with other people. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, haven't really done a whole lot of that yet, yeah. but we'll see. And you mentioned when you started OnlyFans. So how long have you been doing OnlyFans? Um, It's been a year in April. So April 21. Really? We started the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. April 2021 when I started. Awesome. Yeah. So, wow. It was just off the rip. We were in Mexico Uh and we had just had dinner with some friends of ours that have an OnlyFans page Mm -hmm. right before we flew out. And we're like why not? I don't know. And so we're yeah. just sitting in a cabana, you know, enjoying a vacation and we launched, you know, that is started it. Awesome. It was fun. <laughs> I love that. Just like, I'm just going to try it out. Cause that's kind of what happened with me, mm-hmm. except my brother-in-law was the one who was like, 
Well, we were all talking, and they were talking about this woman in the UK who was a former law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You know, she was in law enforcement, and she then went to OnlyFans, and now she's making like millions and millions of dollars. And I was like, gosh, I wish I could do something like that. And my brother-in-law looks at me and goes, uh, you probably could. <laughs> and I was like, no. And I just had a baby. So I was like nine months postpartum. Oh, wow. And I just was like, you know what? Why not? So I set it up. I did dive into a niche pretty quickly, which mm-hmm. I think is a good thing to do. But then it can also maybe... The niche I dove into is something that I was deconstructing, which mm-hmm. was my previous faith. So I used a lot of uh, things that were from that religion mm-hmm. and I moved on from it. So I'm kind of going through like a niche transition. I still, you know, use those things, but it's not my focus Yeah, yeah. right now anymore. Yeah. So I'm kind of going through an interesting phase, yeah. but you've been pretty consistent. Would you say? I have. Yeah. The, the whole MILF category, the cougar mm-hmm. t- category, um, a lot of the fans and followers are younger guys, like college age guys that are just they seem like babies to me, but they're 20, <laughs> 21 years old. I'm like, yeah. wow. And this is their thing. This is their fantasy. So, yeah. uh, but they're excited about it. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you guys know, like she's beautiful online. She's a million times more beautiful in person. So oh, definitely fall into the MILF category. That's for <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of, well, relationship status you've got your husband here and he's your stunt cock and everything Mm -hmm. um does he ever get exhausted with the work or is he the one that will push you and be like get on a bathing suit and let's do a fashion show or (laughs) so he definitely doesn't push me because even though the exterior presence of of andy is very gentle and southerly and calm (laughs) it can be very don't push me, <laughs> you know, yes. like stop the shit <laughs> kind of thing yeah. to, um, he know I do best when I'm not pushed, when I don't have, you know, a scheduled collaboration or something right. looming over my head. Um, he works hard at the edits and mm-hmm. the, the SEO side of things and managing the account. Um, and then of course, you know, when I need him to drop his pants, he's there as well. Nice. Gladly. <laughs> But wow. yeah, he definitely is. He we work good together because of he's very laid back, and I'm very high strung when it comes to um, just kind of a ex- expectation mm-hmm. of what I need to be doing. And for instance, January of this year, mm-hmm. for 30 days straight, I was in bed sick. I had a kidney oh, stone, and then yeah. COVID, and then my father had a stroke in the middle oh. of it all. So oh my it was gosh. it was a shit show month. It was just life hit me mm-hmm. all at once. And for 30 days, I was, it was Dave doing the whole, you know, oh, wow. all the things as far as like keeping yeah. up with everything. I mean, it's you, but he's right, the one Right, right. Yeah. Keeping up yeah. with, you know, what gets posted and making sure the feed has my pictures on it and all, you know, he yeah. was doing all that. So he's great. Jeez, he's just a little Chris Kardashian over there. <laughs> he really is. A little uh, <laughs> hub man, uh, hubager? monitor <laughs> I don't know just a jack of all trades we'll have to work on that term um any fun hobbies that you like to do outside of the only fans world I feel like you merge your uh, occupations and hobbies pretty well though into yeah. your only fans you think so I think so see I don't even notice what I do most well of you the post time. things about nursing and you've I been do. posting a lot about your pool so I I had a pool at my house uh-huh. for a long time and I've moved into like I said more of like this 
kind of a village community that the houses are closer. So not many have pools, but when I travel Mm -hmm. and get an Airbnb, that's like hands down has to have a pool. Yes. (laughs) So a lot of my content is built kind of around the, whatever's at that. Yeah. That place. I'll have to start looking at your content more and see if it's a different pool. Yeah. You have me fooled. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't even know, like the last one, the most recent ones were in Florida from this weekend. Um, that was great, except it's 103 degrees there and the pool was not much cooler than that. Right. Yeah. It's like in a sauna. I feel like it's really hot here too. It is so hot. Well, the humidity just makes it yeah, worse. it's like welcome to Nashville and just slaps you right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Nashville, do you have any hobbies that you like to do? In so area? I do. I love the live music aspect of Nashville. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Broadway girl. I'm not. You're not going to catch me out there if there are no friends with me. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of friends come into town and they're like, yeah. oh, Andy's going to be our tour guide and take us to Broadway. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you live here, it's just like the beach. You don't really... Yeah check it out is, is, it's not as exciting, you know, right. cause there's a bachelorette party every five feet and yeah. the woohoo girls and all that. So that's good to know. Yeah. I'll be exploring while I'm out here. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big foodie. So any place there is new to try food, whatever, it can be something oh, deep fried and gross or so good. There's a lot of good stuff here. I'm actually doing a, <laughs> I'm dragging my partner on a drag bus tour. Nice. Which I know that's super gimmicky. He has no idea we're doing it. I'm going to surprise him. And he's, you know, businessman. Yeah. So we'll see how he enjoys it. But I'm just like, that sounded interesting. And I love tours. Like, you know, I will go to a city and do a duck tour. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those duck Mm -hmm. tours? Yeah. Because it's a good way to see the layout and know where to go. Right. And then I always ask the guides, like, okay, you showed us this but what are you not showing people that the right. locals like to do? Exactly. And I figured, you know, it's a drag tour, so that'll be really fun. That'll be fun. Have you done the drag tour? I haven't. I didn't know there was one. Really? I, I like the um, the play, the drag shows that they do. It's called mm-hmm. it's, the club is called Play, um, and they have a great brunch at Susie Wong's. Ooh. It's called the House of Yum. Um, but yeah, but you need reservations for that. Yes, huh? I'll have to get reservations for that because that sounds like a good time. It is fun. Um, but you're real big into the music scene. There's tons of celebrities out here. Yes. You bump into them all the time, too. Yeah. I used to live in the town where they were more prominent, and mm-hmm. it's uh, Brentwood. And uh, I've I've run into Travis Trick, Kenny Chesney. You know, of course, I never really ran into Faith Hill, which is mm-hmm. apparently my doppelganger. I hear you, a lot. You, I was just going to say, <laughs> look exactly like Faith Hill. <laughs> but I haven't seen her in person, so. Has okay. anyone ever stopped you thinking you were Faith Hill? I've gotten, my husband tells me, you get these people think, you know, like at the fresh market in, in mm-hmm. Brentwood, they're like, they think, they think it's, it's her. <laughs> like they're, they're getting all weird and like looking at their phones and stuff. I'm like, cause they forgot what she looked like. I'm like, I'm in jogging pants. So I'm like in a messy bun. <laughs> well, Hey, that's usually how people see him out in the wild. Right. It's true. Uh, you did mention, I think I had asked you, I said, you know, cause people know you for being around here. So have you ever had fans stop you? And I loved your response. And what was that? So I've had, I have had people recognize me, but then they wait to send me a message after the fact. And mm-hmm. that's nice because I'm, I'm not used to that. So I don't even know yeah. like the stunned look on my face, <laughs> you know, or what's going on at that moment in my mm-hmm. life where they see me. And it was funny because 
one story that comes to mind is I had um, been filming content in Airbnb downtown Nashville in my own town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, it was super late at night, and we went to this kind of a dive place, and there mm-hmm. was literally nobody there but one guy at a table. And where did they seat us? But in a booth right behind the guy. Like, there's places everywhere, but we're right behind him. He's a fan, and I didn't know it. And he was very respectful, never said a word. But it was funny because I had mismatched clothes on. I had Converse, and like, because I was just, I had been all pretty all day. So I was like, you probably thought I was like a total (laughs) husband, you know? Yeah, right. And he was like, no. So I feel like you could wear a potato sack and you'd be just fine. (laughs) So sweet. Um, and I love this next question I actually had for you, um, cause I think you just answered it, but maybe you can dive a little deeper into it, but how does your audience view you, how you view yourself? That's a great question. So of course you always want to exude positivity and happiness on mm-hmm. social media. And for the most part, I am a pretty upbeat, bubbly person like life, mm-hmm. you know, life's pretty good. You know, I can't complain, but in, you know, kind of the behind the scenes, Andy is I'm actually pretty introverted. Like I am good Mm -hmm. with just being a homebody. Like I said, you know, jogging pants with my little dog. Mm -hmm. I could be that, that for days and not really have a lot of interaction with people. And I would be fine with that. The other thing a lot of people don't realize about me is I have a very, very dark sense of humor. Like we can go real dark and we are going to mesh well if you're prepared for that and won't get offended easily. And I'm the same way. Um, I just think life is life and it's real. And Mm -hmm. I just call things for what they are. And it's not necessarily being mean. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. even about my own, you know, myself, you know, it's just, life is funny and it's shitty a lot of times. (laughs) You just got to laugh about it. I edit so many things out of this podcast. (laughs) So many things. Like you can't say that. (laughs) I know, but my sense of humor really, like the office, I resonated with the office and their sense of humor. Yeah. It made sense. I love it. The dry, quick wit. That's the best. Um, I, I really do like to say, you know, for myself, especially out on social media, like it's just an embellish, like it's an embellishment of my character, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's kind of how you are you're Andy and this is who you are, but you just said the Andy that you know is the girl who's in the sweatpants with her dog, just kind of a homebody. Right. Right. Just being silly. And you know, a a chill night to me Mm -hmm. is having some friends over watching comedians taking a half of an edible nice. and eating raisin bran and garbage. I was going to say, is that medically illegal? No, sure? no, okay. not in the great state of Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> We're very old fashioned. Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. So of course I only do that in states that it's legal. Right. Exactly. When you have an Airbnb <laughs> right. in Detroit. Yeah. In, you know, Arizona, whatever. Right. Las Vegas. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. I do want to talk about your fashion. Okay. And I know the male listeners are probably like, Ugh. but come on, <laughs> Take you guys it look at our fashion too. You really do. Um, I f- you know, your audience is so drawn to this Jessica rabbit curve and I say classy demeanor, but I have to, I have to admit it's your fashion that really uh, pulled me in initially. Awesome. Yeah. And a lot of women that I've spoken to in my community, they're leaving. Um, well, I like to say Mormonism, mm-hmm. the Latter-day Saint church. I actually have a lot of people who are leaving lots of religions that are listening to me. 
So we'll just say they're just leaving these um, suppressed religions where they were told what to wear and how to dress and how to act. So you have these women who are trying to find ways to look sexy, but then also present themselves in this elegant and classy way that I think you've done so well. Have you. you always been this good with your fashion sense? Well, I've always had a job, like when I said I was in medical sales, you know, you had to have the the professional but sexy mm-hmm. type, you know, the heels and all that. Um, of course, I did work in the scrubs back in the day. I was going to say, My yeah. most recent, yeah, was the heels all day and the roll rolly bag behind me and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I was always in something, um, pencil skirt type. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of my style in general. I came from a very conservative religious background also where cover everything and right. you know uh so it's sometimes it's out of my box to re- to remember it's okay you know to be wow. you know that to have still that attention to you it is it just goes through your head all the time because wow. it was just ingrained right. um, I speak for myself but you know it's like it's okay to to it happens to a lot of people right but I it's know. interesting that it happens with you because mm-hmm. you just I don't know. It just, you look so natural. Oh, thank you. With how you do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I just recently posted, um, pictures on Instagram of me in a bikini, which if you mm-hmm. go back through, there the aren't many. One. Yeah. There yeah, are many one. in the past because I was like, that's just too far. But yet I have an OnlyFans page where there is nothing that's too far, but this is public. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm going to get some, you know, child looking at it or something terrible or be judged and I just you you overthink things I was like it is what it is it's a bikini you can't get away from it it's everywhere you know it's and it's okay um what's your go-to and this is really for my female listeners who are looking to get into you know different fashion pieces um what's your go-to place for your most favorite items that's easy and it's it's funny. So they've blown up at Fashion Nova. Really? It's just, yeah. It They they have the, the greatest things for more of a curvy type mm-hmm. of body, which I have. That, right. I'm kind of a little mm-hmm. more pear-shaped sometimes. Uh, Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of, they they help with that. Just they kind of design around that. Um, but yeah, it's Interesting. Just, yeah. You just got to pick out. You got to cherry pick. <laughs> so yeah, you do a really good job at means. it though. You have some really good pieces. Thank you. I was sending stuff to my mom. I was like, cause I was telling her who I was interviewing. So I'm like, look at this outfit, look at this outfit. Cause she's, you know, <laughs> I think she's, you know, about your age mm-hmm. and she's got the same body type and everything. Yeah. And she's trying to figure out how to dress herself. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, even in a conservative religion, like you can cover your body, but you have curves. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what you were wearing. If your curves were, Mm -hmm. you know, pressing against that fabric Mm -hmm. covered. Right. People are still looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that's like, you know, not good. (laughs) It's the best way to say it. Right. Uh, But that's, that's awesome. You really should start a different channel about your fashion (laughs) well it's a thought I I may do that do you have women followers who look into your fashion and stuff I do get a lot of questions where did you get this dress you post about fashion Nova Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and of course Shein is easy because it's like disposable garbage that you can get a hundred dollars and it's like Anywhere else, it'd be two thousand dollars worth yeah. of stuff. <laughs> so. I have the worst relationship with Shein. <laughs> it's it's a love hate. It really is. It's that 
It's that side piece you can't get rid of. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, you throw it in the trash, but you pick yep. it back up when you want something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so many things to return to Shein right now. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, well, I was going to ask if you draw your fashion inspiration from anyone. It sounds like this was kind of a new thing for you in the past. Yeah, it really is. It's, <clears throat> you know, with any body type, you have things you don't like and that you're not really wanting to accentuate or let's just push this back a little bit. And of course, you know, my partner tells me, well, that's the thing I love the most. I'm, oh, of course it is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's the thing I hate. I don't want to look at it. Um, but I just really look for an outfit that I think is going to work with what I'm looking for. And so it, it's a, it doesn't come easy because mm -hmm. you don't want to take it too far, but you also don't want to just be, you know, in a turtleneck. So, you know what I think, I feel like if I lived in Nashville, I would dress better. Really? I think Nashville is a, is a fashion inspiration in itself. Yeah. Yeah, true. You don't think? There's a lot of... The boutiques are great around mm -hmm. here because they always have... In, some are sexier than others. But they have the ideas that you would never think of. And I'm a mannequin buyer. If you put it on the mannequin, I'm like, yes. But if you put <laughs> it on the rack, not together, yeah. I'm like, that looks stupid. I'm not going to buy yeah. that. So it has to speak to me from, you know, like market to me. I'm that person. From the mannequin <laughs> or from social media. Right. I need to go to Fashion Nova. But a part of me is like, I need to get my ass bigger to do that. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's See, that's my, my, that's my nemesis. I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I have to go check out Fashion Nova. I just hope I don't have to return stuff like I do with Sheen. Yeah. I don't know what they're thinking over there. Um, and would you say that, you know, being in Nashville with your parents, do you feel like it's accepted or well-received within the community when you're out and about? I mean, you look great well, right now, you. especially. So Thank you. Um, it's no, it is not. It is a very conservative area, especially if you go in the suburbs. I take back what I said. <laughs> it's, I mean, a lot of the things I have, I wouldn't wear over to my parents' house. Yeah. But it's not that they haven't seen it. It's just even posting a picture on the beach, perfectly normal, nothing risque on even a private social media page. Right. It'd be like, you know, what were you thinking? That was, I could see skin. <laughs> I could see your boob before it hit the nipple. Right. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's go ahead and dive into your OnlyFans. And it looks like we had actually already kind of uh, touched on it. But one thing I did want to ask is, was OnlyFans your first introductory to coming out? I want to say you're pretty sexually liberated. I am. Would yeah. you agree with that? I definitely. Was that your first step coming out as sexually liberated, or were you already the sexual only and EOF, but you just didn't have the OF part. Right. So I was a little more sexually liberated. Um, about five years ago, uh, my husband and I decided to test out the lifestyle and the whole, you know. And that's, I'm going to say, swinger. the swinger world. Right. I hate, yeah, but a lot I, of people don't know what the lifestyle I is. I will say, and I don't know if you've heard this, but the monogamous scale. I like that. Yeah. I like it because it can slide. Mm -hmm. on a, like it can go here, it can go to the right, to the left. Um, everything falls within the monogamous scale. And I think swinger is definitely on the scale and you can kind of hover around that and right. decide, you know, what you truly are. I have my thoughts on the swinger world, mm -hmm. but I would love to hear what you're about to say. Well, so we, we tested it out. We got, we made some profiles and we met some people and 
the hardcore swinger life where it's really just swap partners party, party or separate play or what have we it just really was not our thing where we really are both pretty introverted mm-hmm. but we're also very sexual mm-hmm. so it's like oh I'd like to try this and try that and so we had a hard time when it came to like um, events and parties and things. Mm-hmm. it just it was kind of like overload like yes. sensory overload um, so we kind of stepped back from that we like to kind of play within the group of people that we've met because of the lifestyle. Yeah. So that works out pretty good. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's actually where I'm at. <laughs> um, we did the whole party thing and you know, it just, I, you said overload for me, it was just based on some experiences. I started getting anxiety because mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't given enough time to speak on what I was okay with and not okay with. And some things had happened. And then I, you know, you go into those scenes again and it's like, people are just quickly wanting to, especially those clubs, like Mm -hmm. it closes at three or two and you know, you're chatting with people and they just want to go to the back. They have a goal. (laughs) How do you have these conversations this quick? And I also lean more demisexual. So the way that we're approaching it now is going on the apps, um, scheduling, you know, dates, Mm -hmm. going out with some couples. That's it. That's just the date. That's where we're at. And then if we vibe, we want to meet up again. And that's when we lay out the other expectations. Like, hey, you know, we had a ton of fun. Um, We'd love to get some drinks with you guys and just, you know, kind of see where it goes. Mm -hmm. That's the scene. Yeah. And then I love what you say about creating your group because that's what we want. We want to have the people that we're compatible with within a group. And then we can just meet up and have parties and yeah our own quiet parties yeah get your freak on that way instead of you know i I knew when we went to a a, a swinger party our last one that we went to when we ended up in the room kind of hiding from me because it is it's like they said you have a goal it's like we got a babysitter for the weekend and we have a goal and you know and we're like we ended up in the room watching forrest gump like hiding (laughs) i hope my husband's listening to this because that's kind of what happened to us at secrets Mm -hmm. i felt so bad we had that whole thing scheduled um in advance and then some things happened and that's kind of where i was at mentally yeah um we did go out and about and look around and And I mentioned this in my other episode that just came out today, the one with just me. And I mentioned just going into that orgy room. Have you been to Secrets? I have. You Mm -hmm. know the orgy room Mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah. It was packed and so stuffy and Mm -hmm. it just smelled like pure semen. Ass. (laughs) It was so... And I felt bad saying it because I know um, Swing Nation's doing this thing in August, I think. And so I don't want to like steer the listeners because I do have people who are listening to both. Right. And I don't want to steer them away from that experience. Mm-hmm. I fully support people going and they, they'll probably love it. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, it's like on that monogamish scale, where are you falling? And sometimes you have to go into those situations to learn. This isn't for me, but I like to kind of hover around it and do it in this way. Yeah. But yeah. I just... The room was so dirty, like, and it was $150 a night, which most people, and we got the best room, like, we had all mm-hmm. kinds of things, and I was nervous about the price, because I'm like, this is too cheap. <laughs> it's too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cheap, and it was just, the room was so dirty, it and was. just, yeah, like, globs of lotion mm-hmm. on furniture, and other globs of things, it just, mm-hmm. yeah, and it just wasn't. 
I felt bad for my husband because I know he wanted to go out there. And every time we would go out there, it was always the same people who were approaching us. And I was already like, no, I'm not interested. Right. Not my type. I'm very picky. That's yeah. just kind of how I am. With and secrets, you'll either love it or you'll hate it. I think it's you one have of those, to go with you know, people you know. You, absolutely. Your, your crowd is... But even all then, about that. Yeah. I'd rather just get a really nice house in Florida and yeah. invite, you know, my group. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. what I would prefer to yeah. do. Yeah. Right in line with me. I get you. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Nothing against that scene. I think it's great. Um, we still want to go check out Desire. Have you been to Desire? Mm-hmm. I have. I've been to both. It's Desire very nice. Desire and Secrets. I've been to Desire Pearl and Desire Riviera Maya. Okay. So both of the, yeah. I have not been to Temptations. That's, that we did go to in January. Okay, yeah. Loved it. Really? That's yeah. It's on my list. I want to go. But I like it. Yeah, Desire's very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one thing that was nice. Both times that we went, you know, we wanted to check out both resorts. And we stayed, you know, four or five days at each. We did not go with friends, which I think may have not helped things. But yeah. it was... Um, the demographic was much older than us. Mm-hmm. And so it was just kind of like, oh, you know, and I love seeing, you know, people being free and happy. That is, that mm-hmm. makes my day. But on a, to feel like you're in a sexy environment, it wasn't doing that. <laughs> you know, so yeah. for us, um, but they love, they, everybody there loved it. I mean, I would advise to try it, but maybe take some friends. I, you just told me I need to take friends. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had so much fun at Temptations and I'll exchange, you know, recommendations here. Mm-hmm. Not that that's what you recommended. I bring friends. That's good. Um, <laughs> Temptations is great because mm-hmm. it's not a swinger resort, right? but it is lifestyle friendly mm-hmm. and you will find it there. Yeah. We had lots of opportunities and we did take up a couple of, of the opportunities, which was great. Uh, great, great time. Loved it. It was very young, sexy. Mm-hmm. The vibe was great. Just, I feel like you guys would really like it. Yeah. Good energy. It yeah. Seems it's like, just yeah. topless, not full mm-hmm. nude. Right. Um, I don't think people can have sex out in the open. I don't think at temptations, but people yeah. could have sex on their balconies. That's people I have were heard. doing that. Mm-hmm. We did that, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's just and then people are just sitting out there watching you, which is totally lifestyle. Right. I I like being watched. I do so. too. I I like I like I like both. I like kind of that exhibitionist feeling, and then I also mm-hmm. like kind of being the creepy voyeur. <laughs> so we're like, oh, that's hot. You I know? love seeing that stuff too. And Hito, have you been to Hito? No, that's in Jamaica, right? Yes. Um, we've been there once Mm -hmm. and, um, we can kind of mark it off the list, but we did go with a group that we knew. Um, but it was a little of that, uh, it was too many people Mm -hmm. and the area wasn't as tidy as it should have been like Mm -hmm. the pools and things like that. So with Hito, all bets are off. You can do anything you want, anywhere, anytime, with anybody. Like it's I feel like that's all, how secrets might be. It's a little mm. weird for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not secrets. See, well, so you can do just about, I don't know. I saw people having sex <clears throat> at the pool, giving blowjobs, everything. So I don't know what, if it's even crazier at Probably Hito. close to the, yeah, it's probably lines up with... Secrets. Yeah. Yeah. There's just probably more space at Hito. Yeah. Because secrets, they closed that big pool. When mm-hmm. we went, it was just a small conversation pool and then yeah. the two hot tubs and it was very cramped. I call it swinger soup. Oh, that's so <laughs> <Ew>. bad. <laughs> yeah. We were sitting in the hot tub and I had to get out. I was just like, uh, and it wasn't even hot. So I'm yeah. thinking to myself, like, there's probably so many things in this water. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, they did a water test at the Cosmopolitan pool in Vegas, and they pulled up like E. coli, wow. all this stuff. Not to gross anyone out. It's just a reality. I mean, it's but, yeah. words to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where you guys stand now on that. You know, Swing Nation podcast, they're actually in Nashville right now. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, they posted about it, and I was like... I'm in Nashville, I've met too. them. I met them once a couple months ago um, at an event at the club here in Nashville. They seem really sweet, but yeah. Is there a club cool. here in Nashville? There is. So it was originally called the Theater Group, and then they mm-hmm. changed the name to the Red Room. It's it's out of Nashville. It's like 15, 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. It's not really, there's not a lot of energy there. Kind of an older group, too. Really? Okay. My not husband really, really wants to go do something, so I was like, maybe we can go do that, but... <laughs> We might just get on three fun and just like swipe and yeah. see if we can go get drinks with somebody. Yeah, that may be more fun. Yeah. I feel like with him especially, and maybe your uh, husband's better. Mine's young. He's like 34. Mm-hmm. And he's also, you know, just left this religion. He was a virgin when we got married. Oh, wow. So sweet. But so for him, it's like he wants these experiences. And there's that saying um, women will fuck who they want. Men will fuck who they can. And sometimes if it's like getting later and later and we're in an environment and it's just like, you have those people who keep coming back to you. And I'm like, no, no. Eventually he's like, well, why not? (laughs) So (laughs) running out of time. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, I, I just would prefer not to go to a place and I just don't know people. Yeah. Yeah, my husband's younger too. He's younger than me. He's eight years younger than me. Oh, really? You mm-hmm. are now. I know. I'm wow. that. Yeah. And see, that's his whole sexual cue is the older woman. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's pretty funny that it's all very real. Well, I'll <laughs> so. tell you this: when he walked in here, you guys look about the same age. We get that a lot. Yeah, and he loves that. He doesn't because all of our friends are my age, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, forty up, and then he's like the young kid, and everybody kind of references. You know, I remember the year you were born. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, so he loves hearing that. He's like, see, I'm never going to do anything to my skin or anything. I want to look older. So He does? Yeah. Mine just started Botox, so. <laughs> no, you'll he never saw, see mine do it. He saw me doing it, and he's like, well, maybe I should do it. <laughs> it's the best stuff We're ever. the weirdos. Like, he goes and gets Invisalign. I go and get Invisalign. Like, we're always, like, trying to keep up with each other, which yeah. I'm not wearing mine now because I will lisp the whole time. But <laughs> we're very vain. Yeah. Well, I mean... You, you're, you're presenting the world with everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're under a microscope. I get it. Yep. And you look great. So. Oh, thank you. Whatever I love Botox. I love Juvederm. I love all the things. <laughs> if it's out there, I'm like, I'll try that. Drink lots sure. of water. Syringe. <laughs> right. It's really what it is. Um, I, I like how I was like, let's go into OnlyFans. And then we started talking about swinging. But I love that you <laughs> brought that up. Because it was something I did want to talk about, but I wasn't sure how to approach it. Because yeah. I do remember seeing you post TikToks with, I think, some of the people from Swing Nation. Uh, well, it was... Um Wonderlust swingers, probably. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, Kate. Yes, she's Australian. Yes. I've, we've talked. I wanted to have her on. I was reaching out to Swing Nation to see if they wanted to come on, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, no, Kate, uh, we've known her for a couple of years. Um, when she was in town, that's actually who, how we met Swing Nation was at the club mm-hmm. she was having the event at here in Nashville. So she stayed with us for a couple of days. So, nice. Yeah, so good friend. Yeah, old friend. Yeah, she seems really nice. 
Um, I feel like she's just all over the place logistically. Man, she bounces all over the globe like it's just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, where are you now? Oh, here. I'm here. That's how I want to be. It's <sighs> oh, a lot. traveling all the time. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to talk about with OnlyFans, and you mentioned having your own multiple accounts. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where things get... I feel like a lot of scammers take advantage of the backup accounts that we have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do a really good job at saying, this is my only. But one thing that you do is you will not message anybody on your social media. And that's something I feel like I need to get better at mm-hmm. based on some of the safety right. reasons that mm-hmm. I've recently heard about. Did you want to touch on that just a little sure, bit? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so I was overwhelmed with messages across the board. As my Instagram accounts grew, I have two Twitter accounts, and then I started the TikTok. And those, I don't even accept messages on TikTok. Um, but then in the meantime, I have paying fans on OnlyFans that are messaging, and that's a priority, obviously. Right. Um, so I had to just finally say, I can't put my energy into this back and forth because that's how you're kind of getting off on all this. You know, you don't even want to kind of move forward with joining OnlyFans. Yeah. You just want to chat. Um, and then the scammer situation presented itself and man I got hit so hard I think right now on TikTok there's like 25 to 30 accounts like I have had to um, hire my second agency to get these down but we're getting there but with that said I had to start saying I don't send messages because that's what these fake accounts do is they're like oh hey I'm Andy and this is my private account I Mm -hmm. picked you out of all the people and want to talk to you and you know and it's not me ever never (laughs) It's and they'll scam happen. people probably out of money. Right. Yeah. I've had people tell them that I said I was going to meet them wow. if they would cash app or send an Amazon gift card. I'm like, well, that's illegal, first of all. Right. And I would never do that. So how did it turn out? You know, use a little common sense, too. Right. If an account has 150 followers, maybe it's not the person you think you're talking to, you know. Uh, and the other thing that I had heard is you have some of these fanatical fans who will be messaging with a fake account. And then when that fake account ghosts this person or doesn't meet up with them after money has been sent then the person who is the actual person in the pictures is then um, at risk right of being targeted right. physically yeah yeah i've heard harmed. of some awful things about yeah. that so yeah it's because it's true because they have nowhere to go so go to the next account and it's like well but we we weren't them you know right. so yeah, I need to get better with that. I have the people that I love talking to, and I'm just like, I don't know how to, you know, kind of stop that. Yeah. But it's getting to that point now. I, I brag. I'm like, I have 10,000 followers now on Instagram, and you're like 150 plus. <laughs> well, it's just, it's a lot, though. It's a lot to keep up with, yeah. you know. And then, like you said, you get people that are kind of regulars. and Right. You yeah. get to know them on such a personal level. And, you know, I had a... a person I've chatted with on Instagram, totally harmless, but just every day. And then he went through some horrible tragedy and shared that with, and then you just feel kind of connected, but sort of kind of obligated to, you know, to continue Mm -hmm. that because I'm not an asshole, you know, I mean, this guy went through legitimate things was sending me news clippings about it. So it was very legitimate, but it's, you know, you, you do connect with people whether you want to or not, it's going to happen. Yeah. That's so hard. Um, I will uh, ask this question here because I get this a lot any advice for those who are wanting to start an OnlyFans? And Fansly, too, because mm-hmm. I have a Fansly, I think. It's kind of like the redheaded stepchild that nobody yeah. remembers. I did it when um, OnlyFans announced they weren't going to allow. Me, too. Yeah. And then I was just like... It's like, oh, yeah, we need to log into that. 
<laughs> kind of forget about it. I know. It's like it's there if, like as a fail-safe. Um, yeah, you know, as far as it, there's a lot of, um, you see interviews in 2020 and all these things that make it look, wow, there's so much potential, and there absolutely is. Mm. But there's a lot of work and a lot of consistency required. You can't just throw five pictures of your foot uh, and that's kind of the that's foot the thing. That's the go-to <laughs> foot. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, they're like, well, I have pretty feet. I'm like, well, if there's not a dick between it at some point, it's probably not going to resonate. No. <laughs> so you can't just think, oh, I can just stay here and I'll mm-hmm. be fine. No, nah, it's not. Um, consistency and dedication. It's like, it's its own religion, so to speak. You know, you've really got to, and you're going to fall on your face and get up and try something different. You know, not everything works for everybody. Mm-hmm. And get ideas. You see other creators doing things, yeah. and it's like, okay, let's try that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it definitely, for me, I started really to kind of become more sexually liberated, and it was a way for me to explore my sexuality and open up in my own controlled environment. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's been a very progressive thing. So collaborating and meeting up with other people and just, you know, posting that kind of stuff I've been mm-hmm. able to do it with you know with STD testing and everything but I don't think people understand like you can't like you just said you can't just go on there mm-hmm. and throw up some pictures I'm sorry mm-hmm. maybe if you've already got this massive following right. in your right. I know um who is it I think it's not Riley Reed there's another porn actress she's huge but she's not in porn anymore mm-hmm. but her stuff is still like she's like the number one porn actress but she has an OnlyFans and she I think rarely will we'll ever post a nude oh wow but yeah. it's just her personality so people so, subscribe to it so it just rolls on its that own that works for her that'd be great <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah hey i mean so many people do it so different i've got people that um that i'm following where they don't post nudes but they'll do it in ppv mm-hmm. and then you have me who's like here's my boobs right like, yeah here's all the things on the feed yeah there's yeah, nothing held back nine dollars yeah. <laughs> right right you know yeah uh Anyway, I do want to get into the Mormon Utah stuff real quick Mm -hmm. before we dive into those questions. Um, Okay, what have you heard out of curiosity? Have you heard anything? So I've just kind of seen the outer skirts of everything and kind of um, people kind of exposing things is kind of how I've taken it in. Ex-Mormon TikTok. Yes, exactly. So that's kind of what I've seen. And so I don't really fully understand. I come from a Church of Christ background, but it's Mm -hmm. not the same thing, of course. It's... You know, they've got a lot like of the they same all stem views. from a lot of the same right. things. Are you still religious right now? No, or? not at all. Are you, would you consider yourself like agnostic, atheist? Yeah, one or the other or somewhere in between. Yeah. I love when people say this because this is what I am is like an agnostic atheist. Mm-hmm. There's something there. Maybe there's not, but I'm at peace right. with that. That's but, exactly where I'm at. Um, so I am a part of the ex-Mormon community. I've changed my name. I used to be Celestial Exmo. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I deconstructed a lot of that stuff and people were like, that's your whole personality. I'm like, actually, it's not, though. <laughs> so I'm Sarah. Right. right. Like, this is who I am. Uh, but the big thing that's going around Utah right now is a bunch of these Utah mom, these Mormon moms for swingers. I've seen that, like, they've gotten exposed or something for that. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what happened with, with, is that actually happening? Or is it oh just... Oh, gosh. Yeah, so it actually happened. So there's this big um, Mormon TikToker. I don't know if you're familiar. Is it the brunette? The real yes, launch? Taylor Paul. The, 
mm-hmm. girls, the twins. She's got all those girls. Yeah, she's usually okay. got those twins with her okay. and just a bunch of girls. They're all like your stereotypical like Utah Mormons and stuff. So I just listened to a podcast yesterday, and I don't know how much you know about Mormonism, but those funky clothes with like the white and the green apron and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have to go and get a temple recommend, your endowments, in order to get those clothing items. And you have to do things in the, it's like rituals in the temple. People go and do this on a regular basis. And in order to keep your temple recommend, you know, throughout the duration of your life to make it to the best kingdom, you have to full, uh, follow a set of rules to include wearing the Mormon underwear, mm-hmm, which the is garments, like the magic or, underwear garments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this woman had this whole platform and her whole platform was basically telling the world like, I'm a Mormon and you don't have to wear your garments and I'm a Mormon and I'm drinking alcohol and that's fine and it's free agency and blah, 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 blah. So I was just listening to a podcast interview. I need to like backtrack a little. So apparently the group that she was in, they were all soft swinging, Mm -hmm. which what does that really mean? Right. Making right. out, mm-hmm. soaking. Right. Do you, do you know what soaking is? Yeah. So I, I listened to one of your podcasts recently uh-huh. kind of talking about all that, which is, yeah. and, and I, then I saw the, the, uh, the fundamentalist thing, which that's, I know a whole different, but yeah, the soaking is like the sexual penis goes in, just soaks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's I have like a, almost a to the line. It. It's just, it's awful. It's so gross. <laughs> I mean, come on, just go all the way. (laughs) You're already here. So many hoops, they'll jump. But anyway, so apparently um, Taylor Paul and this other uh, husband in the group broke off and then they just full on fucked. It ended up getting back and it just destroyed the group. She then, her and her husband are now getting a divorce and there's like another divorce happening in that group. And so she went online and did a live and just dumped it all. She's like... You know, this is what happened. I think she said the people who were involved, which is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she's laying out she's laying out all this stuff, and then she goes on this podcast. I think it's the Garcias or something, and she's on there going, uh, "Well, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get excommunicated. Um, oh, and I've also never been through the temple, so that's why I don't have to wear garments." So she's basically been like gaslighting ex-Mormons who are leaving, who have gone through the whole process and have had to like hold themselves accountable to all these rules to maintain this status. Yet she's never once done anything right. to get to that level. So you don't know what really yeah. what it's all about. She's just a hypocrite who's right. just doing it all for attention. And she's got a really big following. Wow. Um, <clears throat> it just really bothered me when I heard that. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. So I kind of went on a little rant last night and posted a bunch of stupid shit. I'll probably delete it. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It happens but she's of... just like going on like a podcast tour. Like people are paying her all this money to tell this story. And I'm just like, oh man, this woman is sure you were baptized in Mormon. And you have a book with your name engraved into it, mm-hmm. but you're not actually Mormon. Right. And she just keeps saying, oh, it's free agency. It's free agency. Yet. You have LGBTQ people literally committing suicide sure. because yeah. they can't, you know, keep to this list in their heart. Right. So to them, they think death is better and they think it's better to get cured in death than to live their life within this list. That's so awful. Ah, oh, it makes me so mad. Mm. But 
what are your thoughts on the whole Mormon swinger thing? Because it, it, that's a real thing. Well, I think that as we evolve as people mm-hmm. and more of kind of the, the younger generation comes in, sexuality is just viewed differently. Mm-hmm. Like it's harder to kind of wrangle everybody together and say, this is what you believe and don't think outside of this box. And if you even think it, you're sinning and all of that jazz. The world is there. The world is yeah. seeping in. Technology is not going to let that be hidden, and mm-hmm. you're not going to hide the kids from it that are growing up. You know, the 20-somethings yeah. I call kids. Um, so I think ultimately organized religions as a whole is going to eventually phase out just because it's you can't. Back when, you know, back in the day, there was not. There weren't social media platforms. So when you were told something, you didn't have anything else mm-hmm. to go by other than what somebody told you or what you read. Um, so there was not that that grasp of um, other opinions. Mm-hmm. And there are other people in other parts of the world that are very different from me. And that's okay, you know, because yeah. most religions are kind of collectively in an area. Kind of like the, you know, the western side of Utah that's kind of known for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that ultimately it's going to, it's, it's going to lose the battle in the big picture. It's just going to take a while. Yeah. I think a lot of these younger Mormons, like you had said, like, I think they're starting to figure out that sex is really should be between them and their partner Mm -hmm. and they're exploring that. Right. The unfortunate thing is, oh my gosh, there's so many like safety issues in Utah. So I actually wanted to open my own club because I wanted it to be more ethical. Because there was a club, which I won't say the name of, because I got so much hate for sharing this club, even though the owner asked me to promote his club. He sent me a detailed list of things to share about his club. I sat on the phone with him for a long time on a phone call, discussing, you know, why he wanted to do this and how to do it the right way. And then all these Mormon swingers came out and were messaging me on Reddit. And they were like, you need to take that down. You, you know, if you care about your safety, you have to take this down. And it was just, it was really crazy. But I was finding out because of how strict Utah is. So I don't think it's a law. It might still be a law, but you can't have sex outside of your marriage. Like it's an actual Yeah, adultery. Yeah, I think that's even here like that. So that's kind of where they gauge whether or not you can have a swinger club in Utah. So you have these privately owned clubs you know, you pay at the door for your uh, membership. Right. You get in there, and there's just there's no state control with the safety. So you have people who are getting sexually assaulted, oh, wow. um, underage minors going in, just so many things. And I hate to say it, but if there ever came a time where we had to start boycotting these things and really fighting for rights, I, I'm not afraid to say tax evasion. Well, sure. Well, it's, yeah. They care about money. Right. <laughs> it's a private club, so to speak. You know, right. So it's different. Yeah. So it's just the whole thing. But yeah, I just, I was shocked to see that there were so many Mormons who were swingers and I never did that when I was Mormon. No. Yeah. It's amazing. And then you, yeah. you look back and go. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> kind of we could think. have been doing it, but right, it's right. way more fun now. Sure, I wouldn't recommend going to Utah for a swinger scene, though. No, it's very underground, and everything I've looked into just seems. If any listeners know of a place that's cool, let me know. But <laughs> so far, we've been traveling out of state. Mm-hmm. I so. can see that. Yeah, but um, what are your thoughts on soaking? <laughs> Do you think it's real? As far as like the 
they really believe it's okay. Yeah, like they're not God going. won't see them if they don't move. That's so stupid. I'm sorry. That is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I just can't. Number one, you have to think the whole essence of, okay, somebody's watching you is just weird in the first place. And like, oh, you got to not, you know, a little notch on the naughty list, you mm-hmm. know. It's... But no. And then I've heard anal sex is okay if you don't break the hymen. And Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, wow. Well, that's... these girls also go in for these doctor's appointments before their marriage, and they're given these dilators. Really? Leading up to the honeymoon. Wow. So it's just all bullshit. Like, why don't we just say what it is? Let's just be real. too involved. The church and state in Utah, there's no separation. Sure, yeah. So... There's the state and church is too involved in our sex lives. Mm-hmm. It's just a huge problem. And yeah. would you say Nashville is the same? You know, the, the suburbs, yes. You know, if you come into downtown, it's a little more eclectic and a little more open-minded because there's a lot of transplants here mm-hmm. from California and all that. A lot of, um, you know, music, musicians. Um, as far as the surrounding areas, the small towns, no. They're very conservative and don't have sex before marriage don't show too much skin that's that's classic around here yeah Yeah. hey it's good to know though that um it's not just utah no it's not yeah a lot of my (laughs) listeners are like i'm ex-catholic i'm ex-jehovah witness i am i have a lot of active mormon listeners too well i was officially um removed or excommunicated disfellowshipped or whatever word um, from the Church of Christ twice. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I'm not just going to do it once. I'm going to get certified mail twice. So and the first time's really sad because I was like 19 and I was just simply asking questions in a Bible group because really? what they were teaching didn't make sense. And I was not aggressive. Mm-hmm. I was asked and I was told I was creating strife among the brethren. Wow. <laughs> so, the last time I got kicked out, I basically just said, fuck off. And Is the Church of Christ a pretty big church? Um, it is. So there are two different kinds. There's the liberal Church of Christ, and then there's more of the conservative, which is like a different branch. Um, and that's the one I was in. So Wow. Yeah. We do have some uh, listener questions that sure. I wanted to answer. I will be honest. There's quite a few that I'm like, I really don't know if I'm going to answer that because it's not really a question. How many dicks have you had at once? Like that kind of question? <laughs> well, somebody said sexy, question mark. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Full sentence, please. <laughs> um, let's nip this one in the butt. Can we meet? Oh, yeah, that's a hard pass. Sorry, no. <laughs> yeah. Get that a lot, though. Meet up, question mark, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. all the time. Um, this is a Nashville-based question. What is your favorite Nashville restaurant? Oh, that's easy. That would be the Bourbon Steak restaurant at the top of the JW Marriott. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good. it's a small fortune, but the view is just incredible, yeah. and the food's great. Probably need to get some reservations for that, too. Yeah. Um, will you make a Twitter account? Do you have a Twitter account? I have two. Yeah, okay. I do. I have only Andy OF and only Andy Real. I'm so bad at Twitter. I am too. It, I've been shadow banned forever. I'm like the Antichrist. Is that a thing yeah. on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll kind of remove what they say is fake accounts and bots, but they're actually just cleaning out. So you start losing and then you gain again. And- I had like my Twitter, um, who was it? Somebody told me, I was um, talking to agencies when I was trying to find a modeling agency and one of the agents was like, yeah, you really should work on your Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, I never post, like, ever. Like, yeah. I'm never there. And I had, I think, 2,000 followers for whatever reason. 
And then I built it up. I, I was working on it. And I think I got close to 20,000 followers on Twitter and the account got removed. Really? So mad. Oh, I haven't had that, but I've been yeah. shadow banned where I just really go to my followers and that's pretty much all that I had sees. a picture. My profile picture had a butt cheek. I was in a thong. Oh yeah. If you mess with the cover photo or the profile picture, you're yep. just off the list, but you can literally do straight porn on your feet, right. actively moving, but mm-hmm. don't fuck with the profile yep. picture. <laughs> that's what happened. Um, we have a question here. Feel free to not answer it if you don't want to, but do you sleep naked? You know, I don't. I want to want to, I want to be able to do that. <laughs> but for some reason, I just feel like something's going to happen. I'm going to have to jump up, you know, and grab my baseball bat and defend myself. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like gosh. Butt ass naked. That'd be a great TikTok if you could actually publish that. Though. Yeah, that really would be. <laughs> but I don't know. I usually wear like a one piece 90. I don't wear underwear, but I never wear underwear. So. The night um, is no exception. Same. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I hate those I things. will wear panties because I do sell them. That's when I wear panties. That's a big problem for me because I get asked that all the time. Really? Do you sell panties? I'm like, if I wore them, I would. But asking me to wear them yeah. is like asking me a lot. <laughs> so. It's funny. My, my um, husband will know if I'm selling panties because I'm wearing them. <laughs> right? <laughs> I never wear them. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. It doesn't matter the type. There's no style that I'm just like, yeah, that looks comfortable. Mm-mm. I just would rather not wear panties. Yep. If I'm wearing a dress, like a skirt or something, I'll put on shorts. But yeah. um, I'll answer the naked question. So I actually just sleep with a bra okay. because of my boobs, like mm-hmm. sleeping and stuff. But I just that's it, just a bra for me. Yeah. Um, do you know Peru? I don't even know why I asked that question. Hmm. <laughs> what is that? Like the country? Yeah. Oh. Do you I know, I know of it. Yeah, yeah, I've never been. <laughs> Here, this was a good question. Somebody asked. Oh, I actually took a screenshot of it too, so I don't have to like tap through a million times. Um, someone here asked, "Be honest. How do you like the business? Because I hear a lot of horror stories." Um, I haven't had any horror stories, only because I. I am very selective with who I'm mm-hmm. doing any content with. So when we do content with friends, it's a blast. It's a, it's a party in a house, mm-hmm. and we, uh, we order in food, and it's a great time. Um, and as far as subscribers go, I haven't had any horror stories there either. I'm, uh, I, I guess I've been lucky. I don't know, but I, I think it's great. I had a blast. That's good. Yeah. Is, I you know. have a story which... I did collab with somebody that I'd met off TikTok. Okay. And it was this guy, and he used his... So I had made a TikTok about how when a man uses his wife to learn women, Mm -hmm. and I think some people got confused with that. But either way, that's just not right anyway. Um, But what happened with him is he kept showing me pictures of his wife, and she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, she's gorgeous. And he's like, yeah, we can make a threesome video for your page, and... He was, you know, pretty good looking too. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, do your STD test, send me all the things. And (laughs) we ended up making some content and in the porn industry, men don't wear condoms. Right. So he had his STD test. He also had a vasectomy. So I was like, that's cool. You know, Mm -hmm. we're fine. And he finished in me and didn't tell me. Oh no. That's my horror story. Oh no. So I never posted the content. I teased it like 
leading up to it. Right. I just built up all this anticipation and then people still to this day are like, Hey, when's that content coming out? And I'm like, yeah, they're all blocked now. Never. I disassociated for about a month after that happened. So now like meeting up and collabing with people, I haven't really done that right since That's, that situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's understandable. It really yeah. Is. That guy yeah. was, he was awful. Yeah. We, a lot of our content we do together or ju- I'm just solo. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we have only collabed with four other people and we've done it, mm-hmm. um, on a few different, um, meetups, uh, but they're all people we've known for a while. So yeah, I could say that that's probably not going to be the case for most people. They have this collective bucket right. of people that are also on OnlyFans. So right. I've, I've been fortunate in that regard, but yeah, I'd say meeting Ooh. people is, yeah, really that's normal. the thing that's scary. And when that happened to me, I think about like how mature I am mm-hmm. and how like I handled the situation. And I think of these girls who are going on OnlyFans and wanting to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, you really have to be careful with collabing. And I have men constantly messaging me Mm -hmm. saying that they will be a stunt cock. Not that, but they'll be like, Hey, do you need help filming some collab content? And I'm just like, if I had a dime, (laughs) right. (laughs) Well, it's just, you know, one at the end of the day and kudos on your husband, if he's able to perform the way he's supposed to on demand, it's hard It's hard shot. to do. Yeah. There's yeah. things without pop shots in my stuff because it's just, I mean, it's hard. I've spoken to men in the industry and they really say that it's like, you have to train your muscle. Mm-hmm. And that I don't think easy. these men understand, like you're the way, like you're confident, but as soon as that camera comes on, you're exposed and vulnerable and it's going to go soft. Probably. There it went. <laughs> And you're gonna have a, you're gonna be in your head the whole time, yep. and like, it's just not. It's That's not reality. What you think it is? That is the reality of being human, and so, luckily yeah. we don't have to deal with that as women. But yes, we have had that um, come up, so to speak, <laughs> go down, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it can happen. Have you ever gotten mad at your husband before for that? No, not for... I got mad at mine once. Oh, gosh. I he got already frustrated. Feels like, he feels like hell about it. I'm just like, oh, like I'm frustrated with the situation. I'm like, damn it, we're all here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to- there was just one time I, I had a custom request, and I actually stopped taking customs with my partner because mm-hmm. of this. You know, guys were like, oh, I want you to do this. And it was all POV, like this scenario. And I was like moving around in different rooms, like doing all these things. And then I needed him to, you know, get hard and pop off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he couldn't. And then I got frustrated because, you know, this guy prepaid for something. And I usually, I battle with the prepay. I kind of don't like it a little bit just Mm -hmm. because then it puts that pressure on me to just be on demand. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to put that pressure on him and it just was causing issues with us yeah. in our I, own sex life. I put a hard stop to customs because of that, because of the, just the anxiety and the expectation of that. So I actually have a video um, that's pinned on my wall that says, don't prepay me. I love tips. Sure. But don't send mm-hmm. me something and then expect mm-hmm. this response or this, whatever. I, I don't like do two or three dick readings that just popped up as I was packing to go to Nashville mm-hmm. and we're also unpacking our house cause we just moved and I had oh, yeah. to unpack my room just to pack my suitcase mm-hmm. cause everything was in boxes. And then I'm, you know, I'm not complaining. I love that I get these, but it was just like all this stuff came up and I'm like, I'm traveling. Right. You're like, 
this is, I don't have, this yeah. is not ready. <laughs> I just, I, and I do need to do those. And I, I love dick ratings. Do you ever do dick ratings? I do. I do. I have fun with those. I, I I'm the them. worst person to give a dick rating because I think all dicks have something great to offer. Some are ugly. That's some are not. Some are answer, small. Though. Some are not. Yeah. yeah. I think men just think it's all about size. And I've said this before. There's, I have like five different categories of what I actually rate on mm-hmm. and like four to five, just depending. And I surprise people because I think they think it's just size. Mm-hmm. And I say, send me three to four pictures. Right. I want to see angles. I want to see, don't just send me one straight on picture because that doesn't mean nothing no. about your cock. <laughs> I need <No>. more info. <laughs> like we want to see all the things. So I love doing dick ratings. I, I do um, double dick ratings with my friend. Mm-hmm. Like her and I will both like give a rating at the same time. I've done it a few times with a couple different girls and it's always fun. Oh, that is fun. Because our cool. answers are usually different mm-hmm. and it's good to have like a different perspective. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I guess that's a question I had. Do you do dick ratings? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Gladly. Uh, do you get a lot of those people asking? Um, yeah, I do. I do them for a tip. Um, and I do written ratings and then I also do personalized video ratings, which are three to four minutes. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily sexual, but you, you know, I'm showing the picture on my phone and talking about Mm it. Um, but yeah, I get a good, a good bit of them. Nice. Um, again, feel free not to answer this, but this questionnaire questioner wants to know when was the first time you had sex I'm assuming how old were you when you lost your virginity yes so I was 16 okay and it was not at all like I thought it would go and then I didn't do it again for a long time (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say 16 yeah what expectations I guess I had no idea I thought I really felt like all my friends had done it and so I was behind and it was just I need to get this out of the way and that really and I feel bad that I felt that way about it because I should have definitely given a lot more, you know, I don't know, importance, but yeah, it is, you yeah, know, I don't know. I was 17. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of around that age, but I had a lot of shame with that. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to marry the guy cause I thought I was supposed to. You had to, because I gave this to you. Now we should yeah. stay together. Well, let's go ahead and do some rapid fire questions unless there's anything else you want to add. No, I'm ready for it. Um, who do you text the most? Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would say my hubby. Hubby? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what is your favorite word in another language? Oh, ciao. ciao. I say it all the time. And I can't, is that hello and goodbye or is that just goodbye? Um, I feel like it's hello and goodbye. Yeah, it's ciao. like mahalo, kind of like Hawaii. I don't know. Yeah. Ciao, I use it Bella. for both. Yeah. I yeah. think it's both. Um, what's your favorite dessert? Oh, I would say probably creme brulee. I just eat the, the hard part on top. You're fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you only eat the top. Isn't that just like brown sugar or something? It's like, yeah, it's like hardened. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what's your Hogwarts house? Have you done that quiz? No. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what Harry Potter is? I do know, but I don't know how to okay. answer that. <laughs> Wow. I know who it is, but yeah, Yeah, that's okay. I'm one of the rare people. No, no pressure on that one. Um, I would like to hear you describe your style in one word. On what? Your, your style in one word. Oh, hmm. Um, that's a good one. I would say classy. Yeah, Yeah. that, that fits actually. Um, what has been your favorite age so far? As far as people I've been with? 
your or my age oh (laughs) your typical only fans answer sexual partners (laughs) um you know I did not really embrace who I was as a human being until I was 40 so these are like the greatest years I love that because so I'm in my 30s now and Mm -hmm. people were like 30s is where it's at and you're telling me 40 yeah I didn't know anything at first I was just working all the time so I didn't really look at anything else so you have really great teeth so I'm, I feel like I'm okay asking this, but sure. how often do you floss? You know, I'm a terrible flosser. Really? Yes. I'm the worst. So my dentist loves me. I've never had a cavity. Of course you haven't. So I'm a real proponent of don't floss. You don't get cavities. That's I think terrible it's genetics. <laughs> it is. It has to be. It is. Oh my gosh. I know. I keep seeing doggy. the puppies and I'm like, oh, I'm a I dog lover. I don't know if you know, um, Caitlin Bristow. No. But she's in Nashville. She's from like the bachelor crowd and oh, she's yeah. got some golden retrievers. So now that I'm here, I'm like looking around for golden retrievers. Cause if there's a golden retriever, maybe there's a Caitlin Bristow. Maybe it's her. Um, do you have any movies that you enjoy quoting? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Gosh. You know, I probably more of a comedian than movies, but I quote Nate Bargatze all the time. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. Is it's, he from Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. He lives like 10 minutes from me, but I can't figure out exactly oh. where. <laughs> okay. That's funny that you're trying to figure out where he lives, <laughs> because if he knew that... <laughs> He's this little guy. He's not like a sexy guy. I wonder, but does he, he perform here like on weekends or anything? Not Probably not anymore. But no. I did catch him at a local comedy co- club before he made it big on Netflix. And okay. I've just been a hardcore before fan. Before we separate, um, I do want to know a good comedy club to go to. Okay. Because that's something I know my partner would really like. Yeah. Um, do you have any hidden talents? Hmm. Well, hidden, now that I have OnlyFans, no. <laughs> not, so, oh, no. not so hidden anymore. I'll have to subscribe to your page. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's fine. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Hidden talents. I'm obsessed with trash day. That's a whole different situation. <laughs> Something about cleansing and taking, <laughs> watching the trash That leave. is not a hidden talent. That's bananas. a hidden obsession. I know, it is, it is. <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know. Do I do have a... Or? Oh, gosh, no. You definitely don't want to hear me sing. So you look like Faith Hill, but you don't sing like her. No. The minute I open my mouth, you're like, that's not her. I can <laughs> I can walk like a maniac, though. If you see my TikToks and Instagram, like, look, she's walking again. I can yeah, yell that shit. That's your hidden talent. <laughs> yeah. I can kind walk. of. <laughs> okay. I'll ask you two more, because uh, I could really go on with this but you love comedy mm-hmm. so what never fails to make you laugh and then what is something that most people find funny but you don't so, okay so I would say slapstick comedy is not funny to me and what it's slapstick like just um movies that are just stupid noises and like stupid faces and like really immature I don't right. know like that just so annoying to me yeah um but yeah, something that's going to make me laugh no matter what is that kind of the office humor, like you talked about the the quick witted, the dry sense of humor, and somebody mm-hmm. that can throw like a kind of a dagger at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Like that is then I know we're on the same page because yeah. I'm going to throw it back and I'm going to crack up. All yeah, night, it's so. like a, the oblivious idiot, mm-hmm. like Michael Scott. Yeah, <laughs> just being a dummy. Yeah. Um, and then what something okay so slapstick i think so you answered that mm-hmm. uh cool and then the last question i'll make it a good one we're gonna find a really good one there's so many of these do you play the lottery 
I haven't in a while, but I used to. Yeah, I'd get a Powerball ticket if it was really high. And then back in the heyday when um, the lottery wasn't legal in Tennessee, I lived near the Georgia line, and mm-hmm. there was a big deal to go get lottery tickets across the line, like scratch-off tickets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So um, I'm going to end with socials and plugs or charities if you want to throw that in there. But I do have a funny lottery story. So I moved, so I lived in Germany for about five years as like a young adult and teenager and stuff. So when I got into the U.S., I was able to start buying lottery tickets and everybody was like talking about the lottery, lottery. You know, I'm this poor, young, 20-something-year-old girl who was a server and so I was just like, sure, I'll do lottery tickets. So I was buying lottery tickets and doing the Powerball or whatever, just seeing the numbers come down. I was throwing away my tickets as a loser because I thought the numbers had to be exact. Oh, in order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever won. Oh, no. I doubt I ever did, but I was <laughs> right. playing it so wrong. But you have to wonder. Yeah, <laughs> and just my Mormon brain was like, well, maybe that's God's way of telling me I shouldn't have been doing that anyway. It was anyway. a sin, not sequential. <laughs> so that's the last time I played the lottery. Maybe oh, I should do some scratch-offs. Yeah, I don't know. it's a waste of money, but it's fun sometimes. I waste so much money. Oh, you know, can't take it with you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, do you have any plugs? Anything you'd like to drop? And I will plug it in the description. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so I have kind of when we mentioned the scammers, um, my website, onlyandy.com, I mm-hmm. actually have a verified social media page that mm-hmm. you can go to and see actually what my accounts really are. So I try to drive people to that to know if it's really my page or not. Um, but yeah, I've got, you know, if you visit onlyandy.com, you can see all that. Everything's going to be there. Yeah. I've got Chive and Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You'll find her. Yeah. We don't need to drop anything. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank and you. again, um, Thanks for having me in your, what is this, city? Music City. Yeah, yeah. Music City and, and all that oh, good stuff. You'll so. have a blast, I'm sure. You'll be a gorgeous blonde walking down the street oh, and stop traffic. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm going to go try to find me a celebrity. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> YOLO. Okay, well, thanks for being on, and thanks for listening, you guys. Bye.